Well, it's official. We've uh, we finally got around to starting a podcast. A bunch of our friends here. This is uh, Controversial Contractors. Welcome to the show. My name's Lucas. My name's Pete. My name's Chris. And uh, we're going to talk about pretty much rates, equipment, people, you know, things we see every day, day to day in the operations of the construction industry. Yeah. Well, we want to start going around here, introduce ourselves a little bit, what we do, how long we've been doing it for. Yeah. Well, I'm Pete. I'm I'm actually not a contractor as of right now, but I'm a heavy duty mechanic and uh, I see a lot of the other side of the industry and what goes on and what people wreck and different setups and yeah, I, I kind of see the the downfall and the bad stuff that goes on. Oh, Pete, I, trust me, buddy, you ain't missing much being a contractor. Tell you no. that right now. I've been well, no. I'm Chris. Life. I've been doing concrete 17 years, running the family business now. Well, trying to anyway. The old man won't fucking retire, but he's trying. I'm Lucas. Um, I do landscaping and snow removal in a short gist. And um, yeah, where are we gonna go from here? Today's topic, I guess, is going to be hurry up and wait. We're going to talk about some trucks, some equipment, ordering supplies, paying for supplies, trying to get them on hand to do our jobs. And in general, how painful the economy and how waiting on stuff sucks right now. Oh, it absolutely fucking pretty, sucks. Pretty like, much what we're on. Yeah. Lucas, you ordered a truck in what, September? Yeah, it was, I don't know what day was that, September, maybe 15th. And uh, we're in we're into April and uh, I don't have a truck. I do. I got both of yeah, my no, trucks. Yeah, no, both years showed up. Yeah, yeah. I, ordered, I ordered mine in yeah, October and uh, December. Yeah. They showed up last week. My service truck got canceled by Ford, so I mean, I'm still driving the old service truck, I guess, for the foreseeable future. And yeah, How's that Cummins treating you? Mm. Mm. Me, no, we probably shouldn't get into trucks <laughs> no, on this one. We no, but we no, should no. get hot. We should talk about, we can talk about how crazy pricing has got on trucks. Oh, that's, that's for sure. I mean, you look at what I paid two, what was that, two, two years, years ago? ago this year. So two years ago, you know, you pay about... 75 ish for a normal one ton diesel and this year it's 90 grand for yeah. the same truck yeah. no no extra options no not same truck look at, look at that dually we just sold we yeah. had it for two years eighty thousand k we got fifteen hundred dollars more than what we bought the fucking thing for yeah so you begged on it for two years of, of work and using a, a truck yeah. and then you got more money than you paid unbelievable it's fucking retarded honestly well and then you know on top of that you can't even find a used truck oh don't, yeah you can't can't everything's worth a million dollars oh you're telling me and if you do find a used truck either it turns into a bidding war or it, it's something you don't even want but it's the only thing reasonably priced so you jump on it and then have to deal with what you don't want afterwards well i'd say i what i ordered that truck in october that 450 yep bought the deck in december Oh, it might have even been. I don't remember when it, it was. It was early. It was early this week. I bought the deck, but now I went and picked up the deck last week, and it's already a thousand dollars more than what it was. Yep. Got to talking to him about that. Trailers are going up another ten percent. Again. Again. They went from up from last year. Twenty percent last year when I bought the gooseneck. Mm. It's, it's unbelievable. That's it's just driving the used market up like retardedly. Well, and that's what hurts is because you're paying you know not even twenty percent less for something used, and you can just go buy a brand new one, even though the price is crazy. You're better off. Oh, 100%. Well, oh. and the worst part, too, is you used to be able to walk into a dealership with cash and say, hey, I want a deal on this, and you never paid MSRP, and now, it doesn't matter who you are, whether you had fleet pricing or not, and now, you walk into a dealership, and basically, they look you in the eye and say, hey, this is the price in the window. You're lucky we're not even charging more than MSRP, because we can. Just because they have it on the lot. They don't even have anything well, yeah, on the if lot. If they have it, they yeah. don't have anything on the You're lot. You're ordering it eight months out, and they're telling you, hey... And I've even heard some stories of them going, you know, if the price goes up and before it gets here, unfortunately, like you either choose to take it or there's a waiting list for that truck. So 
you lose your spot. Yeah. Well, and they were telling me the other day that if you order a truck under, say, your personal name, and when it gets here, you want to put it under your company name, for instance, you can't. You either send it back to Ford or you take it personally. There's no... No, they would send it back to Ford, but you lose your deposit on it and they sell it to somebody else. Yeah, like and you can't And then Ford gives it. you a PP slap and... Uh, yeah, you can't order mess. a truck for a while because I, I already told them I said if the deal wasn't going to be good on this new truck that I just got I wasn't going to take it which it was a good deal King Ranch you know like you're all happy with it we oh I can't I'm happy we're, all, we're all jealous don't worry I mean it's a pretty nice truck so yep well I just have to you know wait for Lucas's and Pete's will be here by 2024 hopefully yeah well <laughs> who even knows anymore really yeah yeah it, it'll be ordered by 2024 and hopefully it shows up What's but, shocking uh, too is it's not just the high load trucks with all this fancy stuff in it. It's even like big small cabin chassis windows. and yeah, like yep. any, so anything like and any everything. Truck. Just yep. you can't nail it down. Like you can't order the lowest model because you know you'll get it. Like it's it's everything. It's just unfortunate. Oh, yep. it's, doesn't matter what it is. The government fucks From us. Electronics either. to tires to everything. You just and that and, it, and honestly, it's not just trucks. It's equipment and everything. Like what were you? Well, telling yeah, us? we we were looking at. Uh, I'm looking at adding another loader come in the fall and. You know, it started, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get you the loader, no problem, yeah. And uh comes back to me two months later, yeah, so it's actually 20% price increase, and we don't even know when it's going to show up anymore. Didn't they it's make like, you order a bunch of different ones or something yeah, like that? Yeah, so we ended up ordering one of each size in the class that we're looking at, and whichever one's going to show up first is the one I'm going to buy, because that's going to be the only option we get. It's not, you, you don't get to pick the equipment anymore. You go off of supply, so and it's so terrible. Like, basically, they're saying, you know, if the little one shows up, you only owe it this much. If the big one shows up, you got to buy the big one. You get one. railroaded into it. Do you want it or not? Because you need it to go. Yeah. You've bid all these Here's jobs. Here's a hundred grand difference. Contracts. Do you want it that bad or do you not want it? Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know, even, even a skid steer, right? You, you try to order a skid steer. I think I ordered the new one in... Uh, not even January and it hasn't shown. I mean, we ha we've got a delivery date, but usually, you know, what was it? Two, two years ago now, two, three years ago, you order a skid steer, you get it in like two weeks. It was just like, yeah. yeah. Or they go, the Hey, we got right? 10 out back. Yeah. But they one. had, yeah. they had stock, they had yeah. inventory. Yep. But look, so what are you saying? You were telling me about a mini hole or something was an outrageous amount of time. Yeah. Well, so I was looking at, um, adding a five ton excavator to the list of equipment and I was told 12 to 18 months after I placed an order to and receive that's, uh, the equipment. We won't name names, but that's a pretty generic yellow brand too, so. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I, I would prefer a yellow brand. I, that's what we run for almost everything else, aside from some minis and things like that. Um, and it, it, we're looking at going with a white brand now, and it's just because we happen to find a demo. And if you don't take the demo, there's not even another one yeah, on the at lot. least there's one sitting well, there. That, you can say, hey, you can sit in it. You can fart in a seat and go, I like it or I don't. And that's like, that's your choice is I'm taking it or I'm not. At the end of the day, when it comes down to it, if they have no inventory, you have a job. You need to do your jobs. Everything. Our season's going to start here in what? Another two weeks? We're two, hoping, three weeks, hopefully. Hoping, yeah. Well, off this weather court. Oh, like Something about snow. Something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, well, even, but like. It, it, it's driving rentals too. Like you don't drive by a rental yard and it's a single piece of equipment in the yard anymore. There's Not a couple light towers and a couple gensets and that's it. There's no actual large scale equipment in any of these rental yards anymore. Well, it's no. because nobody has any stock to purchase anything. Yeah. Like what, what, well, else, what else I was, do you do? I was even told that there's a waiting list for a rental machine. Hmm. How are you on a waiting list to rent a machine? Like, yeah, like you, when you can't it's, purchase, it's unbelievable. when you can't purchase it, like yeah. how do you stage that job? Like, Hey, yeah, like we'll take the job on 15 Mexicans with shovels. That's let, how you let me that. go see if I can we rent, like, you know, yeah. a dozer or something to do a brush clearing job or something that's a little bigger than my equipment can handle. Hey, you know, we're six months out. Okay. Well, how do you bid that? 
Yeah. We'd love to do the job. But you're going to have to wait six months. Could change in six months because, you know, fuel everything else that's skyrocketing. Well, it's the, you can't you can't bid jobs with it within thirty days no. anymore. You can't. No, not no with way. the way pricing prices. is pricing is good for ten days, and you sign the job or not. And if you sign the job, the contract is really taking a risk because, you know, two months later, fuel could go up another twenty five percent, and yeah, you're you're losing that. money. We home builders, we're one a, once a year. Yeah. Every spring we renegotiate pricing. And heaven forbid you do a fuel surcharge or an insurance surcharge. Oh, no, you can't. Or anything. Oh, you can't. Material you can't. surcharge. Because then you got the next. Yeah, I'm going to choose. Good words here. I'm not going to go off uh, off rail here, but you got assholes going around, and they're going to work for rates that we're working for in 2005. Yeah, and they think yeah. they're it's okay. They're not upset about it. They're just yeah, yeah. We're getting all the work. We're working hard. Yeah, like, but they're not making any money. Nope. Well, and it's different too. Like you have guys that are doing that that aren't running nice new equipment and getting in and getting out of a job. That three day job that's a decent sized job and it's worth a little bit of money. They're doing it. Everybody's doing weeks. okay. They're doing it in two weeks, and, and they don't happy care because they have two guys and that's what they can do. Yep. But ultimately, you know, the person, maybe they do, the person accepting the bids and, and, you know, approving it or whatever has an idea that, hey, yeah, the big company came at this price. These little guys came at this price. Maybe they know, even if it takes double, it's still worth it for us. Or maybe if it's like, you know, a government contract or something bigger, maybe they just go, yeah, we're giving it to the cheapest bidder. And then everybody's jaws are on the floor when a month later... You know, the job is half done. done. They're bankrupt. And then how do you how do you kick them off a job when it's half done? You can't yeah. do that, right? So, well, yeah, I mean, you could, oh, you but do, but on a government contract, the money just you can't okay. do that. No, yeah. you, no, you can. You just you keep adding it. You just yeah. keep adding money. Yeah. Money. Yeah. This, change order. This goes, change order. Right? Change order yeah. goes yeah. to uh, this inflation of where we are at right now. Look, I sold the what two thousand and seven Bobcat S one eighty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The house, the house machine, the house machine. I had my acreage. I purchased it for twelve thousand five hundred dollars last April. This December, I sold it for thirty thousand dollars. Insane. And it, you used with it no, for with what, no attachments. No attachments. One broken bucket. Yeah. And Buddy was happier than a pig and shit. And, and it honestly, like, because he it wasn't a mint machine, machine it was an acreage machine. It was bought, used, is beat up, it was scratched up, and it was just a house machine to push the snow down the driveway and get to the shop and everything else. And so like, you just yeah, it goes to no availability on equipment. Yep. And and realistically, they don't have an answer of why. They just say, oh, it's a supply issue. Well. What issue is it? Is it the tire? Is it the tracks? Is it the bucket pin? No, it's just a supply issue and COVID. Well, and I think right. I think the, yeah, COVID. Every, everything COVID. You yeah. know that magical thing that happened that. In the last it's two years. World devastation. It was it was a terrible time. Yeah, a lot of. It was I'm really glad bad. I was an yeah. essential worker. No, oh, yeah. I, oh, driving around was so nice for those couple of weeks. We were essential. Oh, it was great. Yeah, like you could actually was, make it a one-hour drive in 15 minutes. Was it now, ever since everything opened back up in the beginning of March, yeah. weeds everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, laugh. Yeah, no, the, you the traffic was pretty quiet. I, I can laugh. give you that. Well, am I wrong? No, no, you're not wrong. You're not. It, honestly, you're right. I, I didn't even think of it that way, but you're right. Since about beginning of March, all of a sudden, the roads seem real busy. Everything seems to be back to you're driving to anywhere. Twenty minutes is now forty, and you're swearing the whole time because something is cutting you off, and someone's trying to do something. Well, and not to get on a whole tangent about COVID, but I really don't think it changed this industry as much on the size all of us are. I did not stop working. We are busier. No, no, than but we I'm were. saying like none of us really <clears throat> had to like. I don't want to get on the whole topic because it's not what this is about, and I get on a tangent. But I mean, like, I, I honestly think it didn't really affect the small scale size construction industry we are like Chris doing concrete you nope. have your but it did couple guys that it do did. it no. it but it, it did Pete because I can't find people yeah I know I can't find people yeah I because suppose. our Canadian government was giving people money to sit at home 
Yeah. I can't. While I we cannot, were out there working, I cannot to make find money, people to save my life. Yeah. Pay bills. And now I've got an ad up. Do you have an ad up? I'm assuming That's you have a couple. Three. Yeah. And you know what? I'm getting, um, I'm getting about two applications a day. So how many of you replied no to? No calls back. How many, no, how you email them. Hey, yep. When can you start? When you come for an interview? Nothing. Yeah. Last year, 26. Yeah. Hmm. 26 no shows. So how do you get a job done when you can't I'm so find? I'm happy I don't have to deal with people. One man oh. show and just get it all done. And yep. And maybe it's just my own thing. It didn't affect me really because I still had the work and I'm a one man show. Honestly, I I didn't know what was going on in the world because I don't follow news that much until the wife said, "Let's go for groceries," and it's like, "Hey, you, you know, you got to wear a mask." It's like, "Okay, whatever." Like it is what it is. And then it, you know, everything. All of a sudden, you walk in there and it's a ghost town. The shelves are empty. You're like, "What is going on?" It's like, oh, COVID. And it's like, how does that even, you know? And and, then, and really, like it it ties into the economy with equipment, trucks, well, supplies. I mean, you know, you, go, you hand, go buy right? some milk. I don't know about you guys. I've noticed milk's like two bucks more than last time I bought milk when yeah. I was. Everything went up. Yeah. Everything, yeah. everything, yep. every cost of everything. But went heaven up. forbid your rate goes up. No. Oh yeah. Oh That's my God. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Our cost of living has gone up. Our prices of everything have gone up. Fuel, trucks, employees, everyone wants tools. a higher wage now. Tools, like, you know, any consumables. And um, yeah. It's it's not a good time. No, it's really not. And then everyone kind of went off. Frowns on you and goes, "Wow, why are you adding a fuel surcharge?" Well, when you're paying two dollars a liter for diesel, when a year ago we were paying what a buck ten, and not even a buck ten. Not yeah, not even a buck ten. Two years ago it was like eighty eight cents, eighty seven cents. I'm gonna age myself. I came across one of those memories your phone pops up with, and it was a picture of a fuel pump. Gas, I think it was three years ago. Now it was fifty nine nine. Yeah, dude. And diesel was sixty five something. And you know, it's, it's triple that currently, like right now it's triple that when you go to the pump and there's no, you, you don't get to add a fuel surcharge. You don't get to add your rates up a little bit, go 10% increase, a little bit of increase. It really makes you think if you're like, Hey, I should run for supplies. Like, should I do it every day? Or like, you know, should I just go once? Like, can I get by like a couple days? Do I need to go get parts three times today? Or can I just go like once every two days, you know? Well, you start thinking about it. So if you go, you really don't want to have that inventory, right? It's a lot of money to put out, mm-hmm. buy a lot mm-hmm. of inventory. But then at the end of the day, you think about it, well, is by next Thursday, are they going to have anything in stock? Well, and you, you, you know, know, if you want to look at the inventory thing, like we, we lay paving stone and build retaining walls. I've ordered brick last April that we paid for. It's a year ago. And ordered over a year ago now. We don't even have it yet. And I've got a customer on this job that wants this specific color, specific design. What do I tell them? Well, and then you call and you go, hey, how about this brick? You know, we really need it, whatever. And we get a, yeah, no, uh, it's not made yet. And we don't know when it's getting made. It's like, well, three years ago, I ordered a pallet of brick. It showed up the next day or it was in stock. They don't even have stock for this year. Well, not even like, but that, and that's that just included. one thing. That's one thing. Think about even fuel. Like historically fuel goes up because we're in Canada, right? So it gets cold winter and they have special stuff and it's the fields and freeze, like anti-gel agents and soaps and salts, that kind of stuff. So usually in winter, the price goes up because they got to add this other stuff in it. And it's like, you know, less than 10 cents a liter and everybody rolls their eyes and goes, whatever, even it even costs that, but all right, everybody's got to make their money. And then May long weekend, the price skyrockets because they know everybody's taking their holiday trailer out. Everybody's going to play. And then usually after that, the fuel prices usually, they don't plummet, but they taper off quite a bit. And, you know, summer diesel and everybody's burning diesel and all construction guys are going like crazy. And, you know, they're making their money because of, of, you know, but that hasn't happened this year. No. Like we're only halfway through April, but the price, we're almost at $2 a liter. Like I think we're down now again. I think it, it oh, was about 68 or something the other day. Oh, it's better than we were two weeks ago, but a 
dollar. It hit two ninety something. Yeah, it hit two bucks or two dollars and seven cents or something at one point. Yeah, that's scary. That is scary. My truck used to be one hundred and twenty bucks to fill up, and it was like two hundred and fifty at one point. Well, this this goes with the whole inflation thing. Yep. Yeah, we can't just keep printing money and expect our dollar to not drop in well, value. Well, and the other, you know, not to get, again, off topic. Well, we're going off topic. I'm going to go on a fucking we're, tangent we're, right yeah, away. Yeah, we're, we're is, way off topic here, but, but we may as well give it a little really bit. is it really inflation or is it price gouging? I think it's price and gouging. Not just, I think it's both. Well, not just fuel. The, the Brick, problem is, equipment, though, you know, everything, just like the equipment shortage. Is it actually, hey, we actually can't build it? Or the manufacturer's going, if we limit supply, we can charge an extra 50 grand more of this piece and people are going to say, yeah, I need it. Like, I can't say no to it. I need it. And then that's their way of going, well, if we, you know, turn the tap down a little bit, you know, not just new equipment, but used equipment as it has. It's skyrocketed. skyrocketed. It's crazy. And they don't have to have all that money sitting on lots across, you know, the continent. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And they, they looked at millions and billions of dollars in their pocket. They looked at what Tesla did with the Cybertruck. Yep. Two, two years now? Yep. When did he, two years ago. Yep. They released that. And he was taking pre-orders two years ago. Sold X amount of dollars. Don't know what it was. He still hasn't produced anything. No. Well, and, and so all the you big, know, the big three, the big three are looking at it, going, "Well, if they can do it, why can't we yep. do it?" Exactly. People well, are still buying them. And then you know the problem is that you look at price gouging, and we we as contractors. Uh, sorry about that. We we had to pause for a second. We're all sitting here in the shop office and. You know, Chris at Chris's shop here, and he looks out the window, and there's a car pulling in the driveway, trying to get in the gate. So, yeah, so it's a car I do not recognize. Nearly avoided a fist fight. We'll put it that way. So. <laughs> <laughs> but back to our rants of the day. Yeah, so I think um, you want to touch on maybe rates and underbidding and quoting jobs and where the industry seems to be going in terms of uh, people underbidding stuff. Yeah, driving yeah. the rate down. I think that's yeah. a bigger issue, though. Like, I think I think it comes down to guys trying to get their foot in the door. You know what? And there's nothing wrong with that. I I, I honestly support anyone who wants to start their own business, do their own thing. I'm I, I've done the same thing. It's done very well for me. But you know, there's a difference between starting a business, making money, trying to build a name for yourself, doing good work, and undercutting to get work, hardly scraping by, paying your payments, and doing shoddy or, you know cheaper work I think, instead of I think it's just a lazy way out like it is yes. you call around you find out hey what's your rate hey what's your rate hey if you had the business job what would you do somebody tries to help you out and give you an answer and the yeah. very first thing you do is instead of going oh okay and try and figure out how like the math and the formula to do it you just go yeah okay I'll take 10% off and I'll get the job and then it's like yeah but you don't even know how to do it now you show up you yeah. have no equipment you have no knowledge and you look like an idiot don't get me started on the guys that just take jobs and don't know what they're doing. Well, I know. That's, that's a whole what we're different, saying, though. Everybody, thing, everybody right? needs to stay in their lane. Yeah. yeah. You, you, need yep. to, you need to do what you're good at. Like, don't call me for the best price. I'm good call at what I do. Call me for the best work. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Like, well, and, like, and then that's people, the thing. People don't understand. Oh, I want the cheapest rate. I get it. Everybody's trying to be cheap, and that's why people go to Costco. People want to save and money. I get that. Yep. But you don't want a Costco contractor. You want, you know, the best contractor. Yep. And, you know... The first thing everybody does is go, well, this is the cheapest price. This is what I'm going to go with. We call you know, them the Walmart maybe, yeah, contractor. Maybe the guy that's 2% higher is going to do a better job. You don't have to go for the most expensive bid. But nobody looks at it like that. Everybody looks at and it's, pennies. It's pennies. really hard to explain, for instance, to a homeowner, hey, I am 25% higher than the other guy. This is why. This is the material we use. This is the equipment we use. This is how we do the job. This is how we, for instance, do a base. We do this. We do that. This is the polymeric sound we use. We don't use stuff from Rona. We use contractor grade. 
That is a triple price increase, but there's a reason we use it because we guarantee the work. You there's, know, like there's a difference on it. There's a hundred ways to do it. You're, you're going to be here in three years. From exactly. Now. You're going to be here from three. Exactly. The guys that are out there on marketplace sod. selling, installing sod and topsoil for the same price as the sod cost. Cents yeah, I, I think I saw it for fifty-five cents a square foot. And I'm, I'm at a dollar seventy-five to three dollars. What's the purchase price of sod right now? Um, well, last year was twenty-four cents a square foot. This year we've upped. They sent out a price increase of I don't know, it's thirty-eight or thirty-four cents a square foot. Well, I guess be- between wages and fuel, yeah. Okay. So, we'll so if you do the math, ten dollar or ten cents a square foot. If you do two thousand square feet, you haven't even covered your monthly payment on your truck. How are you making any money? Like your first job of the month, essentially in a realistic, growing, profitable business should be covering your expenses for that week. Oh, you should. You should. I I read a thing. I don't know how many years ago it was now, but a guy said as a single contractor, one man show, you should be aiming for a thousand dollars a day. Yeah. Not grow. Like what you're making. I think it's accurate. Thousand dollars a day is what you should be aiming for. And that's, you're talking, you have older equipment that's paid off. You don't have a brand new fancy truck. You don't have, you're, you're doing your bare minimum staying, staying in your lane. Well, and your overhead isn't insane, right? Like you don't need to make 5k a day. Well, and there's manageable, float, there, right? there's ways to be manageable with overhead or whatever. And, and some people are going to hear a thousand bucks a day and go, holy shit, you guys are getting rich. No, I promise you, we are not getting rich. No if I was rich, getting rich I would this. not be here working my ass off 12 to 20 hours a day, seven days a week, because that's what we do every day. And people don't understand that. They hear a thousand bucks a day. Well, no, no, no. Hold on. If you break it down, realistically, I made two to 300 bucks that day. And I worked harder than anybody else who goes to work and leaves and never thinks about it again. And you take that two to 300 and you reinvest it back into your company where all these other guys aren't. Yep. Holy shit. I made two, three hundred dollars today. I'm going to go to Prince Auto. Piss it away. Spend 400. Yep. It's the whole thing of, oh, I made five. I'm going to spend 10. Yep. It doesn't work. No, and then it's they not have, sustainable. No, it's not. And then they have the audacity to go, oh, must be nice. <laughs> no, don't get me started. On that. <laughs> well, that's, uh, but, but ultimately, yeah. they don't ever grow. No. And then they get frustrated and burnt out going, you know, I'm killing myself and I'm not getting any bigger. And it's like, well, yeah, you're not helping yourself. You know, you're, you're just spinning your wheels and you're not getting anywhere because your only thing to do is go, ooh, you know, I know what everybody else will charge. I'll just undercharge and get the job. There's a reason everybody else is charging that amount, you know? Well, and, and you know, some of the guys out there, I, I have, like I said, I'm happy for anyone to start a business, try and make a living, do their thing. If you love to do commercial landscaping, if you love to plow snow in a skid steer, have at it. Please, by all means, have at it. But don't come in there when I'm going, okay, well, I need about a hundred bucks an hour. Let's, let's call it a hundred bucks as an even number to make money plowing snow in a machine. This oh, is a skid steer. I don't even think 100 is enough anymore. No, 100, it's not. But let's leave it at 100 for, for an average rate yeah. for explanation purposes. And then there's a guy down the road advertising on Kijiji, for instance, $65 an hour. Okay, so I hear that and I go, well, it costs me 25 to 30 bucks for a good operator per hour. A minimum, yeah. Okay, so fuel, for instance, with the inflation is $2 per liter. You burn, I don't know, 20 bucks an hour, 25 bucks an hour, something like that. But, um, and then you look at, uh, what is that? Fuel, wage, maintenance on equipment. All right, so you need to look at grease, oil changes, consumables, tires, tracks, um, bearings, 
bushings, you know, cutting edges on your bucket, for instance. Nobody throws in maintenance into their car. And, and maintenance is bed. a big thing because if you don't do maintenance, you have a clapped out pile of shit in 2000 hours that realistically, even if you paid 90 grand and bought it brand new, it's worth maybe 60. And everyone's going to look at it that's looking to buy something and go, no. Nah, <laughs> no, this thanks. is directly playing into me and I'm but rolling my eyes right now going, times? I hear that. I hear the guys yeah. that are owner operators that, you know, have a skid and a half ton and a big skid behind a half ton. Like if you have a 299D behind a half ton. that's completely wrong. Yeah. And like, should be, it is illegal. Sorry. It's not, it is and illegal. And everybody knows that everybody's seen that guy going down the highway and going, oh my God, that's Jesus. unsafe. Yeah. Yep. Everybody knows yep. that guy, but that's the guy who goes out, finances a brand new machine. For 65 has, bucks an hour. Has no idea what he's doing. Yep is do working for 60, 65 bucks an hour, and then maybe greases it every other day, and then when it falls Once apart, when it falls apart, the very Why doesn't my bucket does, come on? Why doesn't, it, so why doesn't the pin to, lock in? Like, let's let's use that 299 and say, he'll walk into a cat dealership, and they'll go, hey, yeah, we can absolutely fix this for you, sir. It's gonna cost you five grand, because it costs the parts, and our labor rate isn't cheap, because we do perfect work. Yep. And the very first thing he does is go, oh my God, absolutely not, I'll hire some terrible backyard mechanic that I find on Kijiji that'll work for 50 bucks an hour. Yep. So, so ultimately the guy who's undercutting and is poor already is trying to save his money, hiring another guy who's poor already and trying to save his money because you know, maybe, maybe he just enjoys it as a hobby. Maybe he can't work at a dealership because he's not that good or, or maybe even it just comes down to he's doing it on side work or he's moonlighting. And he's okay with working for 50 bucks an hour, but you know, those guys tend to group with themselves. Like you don't see the little, little guy hanging around a cat dealership and picking up his machine. You never see that. Well, and you know, like Pete, to go back to like an hourly rate, when you break it down, you need to charge X amount of dollars, you know, whatever we kind of went off on 60 bucks an hour, 65 bucks an hour is your cost. That's where I equate it to. If I'm not making 20 to $30 an hour as the owner of that equipment, we haven't factored in a truck and a trailer to get that machine to site, the fuel for the truck, the insurance for the truck, the insurance for the machine. Now, all of a sudden, you haven't made a dollar. Why are you even bothering going to work every day? You know, we're talking about rate, and this is something I don't understand because I'm obviously not in this that part of the business, but like, I hear guys charging day rate. When do you guys want to explain to me what day rate is? Like, I don't understand the uh, benefit. I have an opinion on that, <laughs> but I, I'm going to let Chris take this one. Honestly, I don't know. I honestly don't. I guess in your, your I don't, kind of but concrete world, it doesn't really. I've done storm removal for years. Did yeah. it for a long time. You guys know that. Done concrete for yeah. my whole life. I mean, everything I've ever done is hourly, but I've always started at, let's talk snow, three hour minimum. Mm-hmm. And I do Whether three, or not it takes you three well, hours, yeah, there's I'm a reason. That. Well, yep. you got to pay the mobiles and everything else. And right? that's the thing. I have a three hour minimum. The job's going to take me an hour. It's still a three hour minimum. The job's going to take me three hours. You're getting charged four. Yeah. I always tack on another hour. Mm-hmm. It makes me sound shitty, yes, but well, it's not. Really. not but it's not, really. not because I'm in it to make money, not to cut even. Yeah, nobody mm-hmm. wants to go to work for free, right? Like we all know the guys that go to work for a big company. They have a good job, whatever. They make X amount of dollars an hour. They get provided the tools, the the truck, whatever they need, and they go, "Wow, well, yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't go to work for uh, no money. I don't. I want to make money. Well, why should we? What's the difference between owning the equipment and working on it? If you own the equipment, you need to make money too. Yeah, and people don't understand that. Yeah, you can go finance a machine, say it's fifteen hundred to two grand a month. So oh well, I only have to work thirty hours at sixty five bucks an hour to pay for that payment. Okay, cool, but you just spent thirty hours working for free. You, you need to be you need to be making money on every, every hour, hour yes, that you're yes, working. I agree. I, I get it. Some jobs have its up and downs. 
you're gonna lose. You're gonna lose some. You're gonna win some. It's life. So in your experience, what do you prefer? Hourly or flat rate? Piece work. I like hourly. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Hourly is nice. But when you get into a contract where it's yeah, you're getting a big, big job. When you're getting into a big job, we're talking about snow. When you get into a snow and you have a really shitty winter where there's no snow, but you're on a contract for X dollars per month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're laughing. Yeah, this is kind of your ball game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great. Great time. When you get into a winter where you are just had when you're getting on a contract. I've had a couple contracts where it's nice, where it's, okay, so we set it up as it's X amount of dollars per month. We come out this many times to push it. Mm. If it goes, if you come out, so in, in that month, we come out after three times, we go push for a fourth time, there's a per time charge. Okay. My favorite one's like that because you I don't- can't lose money. You don't lose. You don't yeah. lose money on yeah. it, right? Those are the, but you can't get them because of guys coming in and going, oh, no, 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 I'll come in for the underbid it. They're, they're another, let's say call it, a hundred bucks. Yeah. They're coming in cheaper and these companies are going, oh, if I could save a hundred dollars here, then they have a slip and fall. Then they're calling you back going, oh, well. And they okay. don't have insurance because they were yeah. cheaper. Well, then that, that's that goes right back into that, that cheap contractor. Cheap contractor about, right? who yeah. don't, have, don't have insurance. They don't have WCB. They're not even a registered company. They're moonlighting or they're it, fudging no, books even, or whatever. Honestly, even if they have a beacon and a backup alarm on the skid steer driving around a residential area or something or like, you know, even if they have work lights that are, you know, not candles like the old halogen bob, like, you know, you can see what's going on versus the guy who shows up with a setup, I guess, you know. Yeah. And honestly, who do you think, you know, if they're doing a nice, you know, set up well landscape parking lot or something like that, you smoke a curb. It happens. You hit a manhole, whatever. Who's going to come back to fix it you, free of charge? Yeah. Who's going to tear it out and actually say something versus the snow melts and everything unfreezes and then all of a sudden there's an issue. And this contractor's nowhere to be found anymore. Yeah. Yep. Gone. With your money. Gone because yep. he wasn't even registered. He was just a guy with a skid steer on Facebook. Or, you're, or oh, even the slip the and fall guy. example you gave. You slip and fall, you know, lawsuits going on and ultimately the property manager people go, well, you know, we hire somebody to do this. How come they're not in a lawsuit? And then people go looking and who was this guy? Well, and then and then that's where that, that ties into putting guys like me who run a reputable business. We run WCB. We have full insurance on all of our sites. The amount of money I pay a month in insurance is more than some people's monthly wage. And that's just to cover my ass. What you pay in insurance in one year, some people don't even make. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh it's it's above the yeah, average income. Yeah, numbers, I can contest yeah, that. It's accurate. above the yeah. average income in Canada is what we pay in insurance. And, and it, we're not making $20 million here, okay? No. We're talking a reasonable amount of money, but we're not profiting 80% on our contract. No, no, no. God, no. And then a guy like me goes, okay, cool, yeah, we'll do this, whatever. And then they you get under bid, someone takes it, wow, well, we'll do it for 400 bucks a month less. Okay, well, crap, I lost that contract, way it goes. Come mid-January, that customer is calling me are you, going, are you talking about uh, recent experience this winter? Yes, yes. Yeah. And, 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 and from literally three months ago, I was getting phone calls left, right, and center. Hey, we can't finish this parking lot. Or hey, this co- this contractor is doing a terrible job. Can you take over? And I'm going, well, I'd love to, but I've picked up other work. I, I got to keep my guys and my machines busy. So what do you want me to do here? Yeah, if you have a rope planned out and you have, you know, in a, in a 10-hour work night on first night snowfall, all my machines are tied up. Yep. And then somebody else with a big job says, you know, we're going to chew three hours out of your night, we, but we need it, you know, and it puts you in a spot because now you say, do my guys work overtime? Do I hop in a machine and get in there? But and, it and also do the becomes, extra hours? it also becomes a, you know, there's only like what happens with snow from what I know 
is you have about a 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. window. Like you have a 12 hour window. That's gracious right? too. If you're if you're yeah, in a parking lot with start, traffic till 8, 9, 10 p.m. and you show up to like plow, a restaurant or something like you, that. You aren't. You, yeah. you just got to leave and hit the next one and come back to it. Yeah. And then again, your road gets messed up and things like that. And But if somebody, if somebody comes to you with a huge like, hey, here's a huge job. We know we said no to your bid. Will you want another price? And you go, well, I can't now. Yep. Because unfortunately, you can pay me all of the money, but I can't. And it's a moral dilemma too, because they can say, "Okay, what you quoted before, we just need it done because we got sued, and there's a huge lawsuit going on. Double what you said you'd pay, and you're going, holy! Like my, my profit them, margin's you doubled. Put them, you put them on third night road, though. But now yep. you put them on third night too, because yep. that for the, all the people you took that are, you know have done nothing wrong, you're going that you have a signed I, contract yeah. with who have given you. You the can't work. just bump them, right? No, no, mm. and and you know like that that you're again. And if you do we're your gonna reputation, be around for years. Yeah. We, I want to yeah. be here. I'd like yeah. to be I'd like to continue plowing snow for the customers that we plow snow for. But when someone someone like that underbids you, you lose it anyway. You un, you under get underbid, lose the contract, blah blah blah. It all happens. You get a call in the middle of winter, someone is begging you to come handle the mess that someone underqualified and underequipped with not the right equipment can do, and we're going, "Well, we finished everything on time this year. All the guys are back. Yeah, no, we can't do it." And you still get calls every day. It happened this winter. I know somebody, no names, not mentioning anything. Not even, he had a contract, Northeast Edmonton. Went and bought all the equipment for it. Gung ho. Wrong equipment, in my opinion. Halfway through the season, got booted off site. Because he was so, doing so a bad now, job. Yes, so now he's got a freaking loader. Went sitting. into it with absolutely no clue what he no was doing. No experience, no None. life experience, let alone in construction, snow removal equipment, nothing. But now he's got a piece of equipment that he bought that is going to sit for the next seven months. Well, and I, I, well, I mean, making a payment that and yeah. you got booted off site halfway through your contract. And he got booted off site, you know, like, again, not naming names, but when I look at a job, I quote things so that I make money. Again, at the end of the day, I need to make a living wage. I need to pay my guys. I need to pay my insurance, my DBCB, and the company needs to profit. I'm not out here to be a millionaire. You know, I'd love to be. I'd love to work my bag off, make a million dollars a year sit on it and look at my money. But that's not how this goes. Well, and there's got to be jobs too. Like, you know, you're not going to drive, you know, a, a, send a loader because, you know, you rode all loaders in the wintertime. We do, yeah. At 40 kilometers an hour. You're not going to send one an hour and a half away to a different town. To make 250 bucks. Yeah, like, <laughs> it, it, you know what I mean? Like, How you, many times did you get asked to go out? There there was so many times this winter where it was like, hey, yeah, I, you know, like, can you can you come in for like two hours? And you're like, well, no, because I'd have to charge you six. And even then, I'd rather go to bed. Because we've got contracts locked in where we're making, you know, X amount of dollars an hour and you can't price those loaders hourly because they're meant to be productive machines. Those loaders were chosen, bought and designed with the plows and the setup with the snow tires and everything that are on there to be as efficient as possible. When that's where it comes to the three hour minimum. And yeah. even a three hour minimum, you know, if I charge you 150 bucks an hour for that loader, that is a, you know, that's a cheap rate. We're not like, that's not an exact rate. I double it. Yeah. So. You're, you're looking, you know, three, even 300 bucks an hour, fine. So for $900, for me to go spend three hours somewhere isn't even worth my time because I don't need to make that $900 when the loaders and the payments and the overhead and the insurance is all covered by my monthly bills. Well, and from my point of view too, something like if you do a 12 hour night, let alone your guy has been working for 12 hours, you're paying him overtime and like, you know, safety, safety, you're pretty well at your limit. Guys are starting to get tired. Like it's probably safe to come back to the shop, park the machine, park it inside, let it melt for six, seven, eight hours. See, now that brings a second question though. Sorry to cut you no, off. No, 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 but, but do you have a second shift? Yeah, but you, it's daytime. You can't, you, can't. you can't plow snow in the daytime. there's cars everywhere, right? 
Some commercial stuff, maybe. Uh, I was going to say. If it's if a it's, Sunday. If it's a Sunday, yeah. you're at weekend stuff. And then the guys are working a Sunday who nobody's happy well, about. But where I was going, you have this machine out all night, 12 hours. It's working. And like, if you don't have snow in your area, everything ices up. Like it's a terrible, brutal thing from what I see and what I do. And so you get this loader back. And I know, Lucas, you try and park your loaders and your sanding truck and you park everything inside so it can melt and thaw and it saves a lot of wear and tear. You can look over things, find some cracks, some, yeah, some broken yeah. hoses, so try again, and catch things before they happen. If this three hour like, job you know, thing happens and you're trying to piece it in in the day, now the guy who's already tired, you know, comes to the decision. Do you make him work 15 or do you say, bring it back? Me as the owner of the company, are going to take time out of my day where I'm doing maintenance and greasing and washing and everything else you got to do and fueling and looking them over. Even, even just if you're dealing with customers, I mean, like the our, our shop foreman handles all that stuff in the daytime and I'm on the phone nonstop. Quoting and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But now Trying you, to keep the guys working. But what's this, you know, 15, 15 minute to three hour job really worth to you because it's going to take four hours of your day and uh, it's, it's on your time now. So now, you know, it's not even worth your time, but now the loader's not going to thaw it properly. You're not going to look it over. You're not going to grease it. You're taking a chance, right? Well, and, and then again, your equipment isn't taken care of. Things aren't maintained. Yeah. Things aren't looked over. Yeah. You have a, say you have a crack in a weld. Believe me, this winter we had a plow completely <laughs> fall that. apart. <laughs> at, wow. at two in the morning. Fall well, apart. Well, yeah. Yeah. At two in the morning, I, I get a phone call from one of the guys. We have to go pick up a plow. The plow's in pieces. We're in the middle of a snowstorm. And I go, holy shit. Well, some, back, some backstory for you guys. If you don't, if you don't, obviously you don't know what Lucas runs really, but he runs a Metal Plus plow, which is a really expensive Canadian plow. It's the nicest snow plow you can, you can buy, you know. They work damn good. It's, it's a high-end plow. It's not just an angle blade that you're pushing some sidewalk snow the, off. The it's, plow is worth more than most of, most people's, Pickup truck, like, pickup trucks, like a cars, modern pickup truck is probably what the plow's worth. Yeah, and that's not including the loader it's attached to. Yeah, that's just the so, attachment. Yeah, I, so, I don't get it, man. I see guys on Facebook; they're doing it with the bucket. The <laughs> yeah, the bucket what do you the mean, came man? with? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Oh, you just do it with the snow bucket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, and, I, and you know, like you get a plow like that breaking in the middle of the night, and and it's not like we've got a spare metal plus. That well, plow is married to that machine and I mean and you guys do a one. lot of work with the equipment you have it's not like you guys yes. have 20 machines out there all night and you have 20 operators like and they've a got a handful of equipment and, out there every night we got a replacement sitting there ready yeah. to go whatever yeah but that so when something breaks planned too exactly yeah yeah so something breaks right we get a call we grab the plow bring it to the shop go holy shit spend the next five days welding that thing together and if it snows again the other machines have to pick up it so not 12 hour days up 15 16 hour day 24 36 hour day yeah yeah. Which is realistically impossible in snow removal. Like it's trust me, it's not like a good you're, time. You're hot fueling, hot greasing while operators are switching, and the one guy's driving the truck. Hopefully, it doesn't fall asleep at the wheel. Yep, because he, he just did a 15 hour shift yeah. because he's like, "Hey, I love the overtime," and I'm going, "No, no, you're cut off." Yeah, right. It's it's hard to juggle that stuff <laughs> yeah. around. Let me tell you, you're done. You're going <laughs> home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boss, boss. No, no, no. You're going. Well, home. How many times as an owner? I have done it. And how many times have you been out for 48? I, I have pulled a couple shifts that were good. Even this winter, the first couple snowfalls, we were short on guys. We didn't have operators set up. I don't know, 35, 40 hours. Then you get to the shop and then you go, oh crap, my phone's ringing. It's 8, 8 a.m. I got to answer this. Well, by 2 p.m., you haven't gone to bed. You're <laughs> half asleep. And it's a guy yelling at you say, hey, uh, I could probably pull a snow shovel out of the back of my truck here, but you guys missed this, you know, three foot by three foot piece. Yeah, uh, some can you send somebody complaint. over here? And you're like, really? Uh, there's not enough sand chip on the sidewalk to my I'm liking. Gonna, I'm like, going to bring really? back to Lucas's beginning of the season. 
there's snow under the, the, the picnic table. Can you come move it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I don't want to get it, uh, too specific with that, but when, when I've worked for 35 hours straight and, and, you know, equipment's breaking, things are happening, shit's going on, and we're trying to make the best of it to keep our customers happy, we're getting a dump of a snowstorm. Like, we got, what was it, 20 fucking centimeters? Yeah, about that, yeah. It was, yeah. Almost, it was almost a foot for America. Yeah, so, so for everyone out there, if, if anyone in America ever hears this shit, Hopefully. Hopefully. I don't know. I think <laughs> I it's going to be our friends first. And yeah. I, I think everyone's going to just laugh at this. But, um, you know, we're, we're getting dumped on and I get back to the shop after a 35 hour shift trying to keep shit moving. My guys are sleeping because they have to go back out at, you know, the next night at 6 p.m. And I get a phone call. Yeah. Your, uh, your sidewalk crew left the snow under the picnic tables. Can you please get this moved within the next hour? I'm sorry, it's minus 20. I don't know about anyone listening to this, but nobody sits on a picnic table in minus 20, but in that's the shit I deal with. Yeah, like your skit, like water freezes at zero, so. Zero Celsius, not yeah. Fahrenheit, yeah, yeah. Celsius. I remember the phone call too of him telling me this story and oh, I, I, was laughing I when laughed I my ass off going, are you kidding me? And, and what do you do? What, what do you say as a guy trying to keep a contract and the customer happy, you send someone back to clean the fucking snow out of the picnic table? And you know, that's where we go. People go, you're, you're running a company. You're making millions. You're rich. Let me tell you that that is not how this goes. You guys want to get on that topic? Oh, uh, well, uh, maybe, everybody, maybe. This is help. Pandora's box. No, we're <laughs> opening it. No. We're going. Oh, no. oh, we're going with everybody yeah. who thinks, oh, you own a business. You make millions. Majority of companies are smart, small companies. Over what? I think it was like over 80% of companies. There was a statistic about it. That yeah. It is, yeah. We were looking at this. We're small comp- People are small family-owned businesses with under 20 people. And everybody thinks, oh, you make, you're a multi-million dollar organization. No, I'm not. You got people coming in going, oh, I want to be the boss. And it's like, no, I'm, I'm sorry, but no, that doesn't work that way. You can work your way up into a lead hand position, yes. But I'm the boss. But I'm the boss. You want to yeah. take my job? Good. Have the same drive, but nobody has the same drive as an owner. And, and that's something that a lot of people don't understand. And, you know, it, it honestly angers me to oh. a point of I, I honestly have screamed and hit the wall because I'm getting people that I grew up with, I thought were close friends, yada, 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 all kinds of bullshit. You get, oh, must, must be nice to have a new truck and must be nice to take a day off. And why don't you take a day off? Because I work harder you know, and and this is this is open interpretation. I mean, some people can say they work harder than me because they carry physically uh, a thing all day, whereas I might be in a machine or I might be making a phone call or meeting a customer. But I promise you, between Chris and I, even Pete is a mechanic. Well, I mean, I'm just a broke mechanic, so I don't have the must be nice. Like <laughs> nobody really looks at a mechanic and is like, "Wow, that guy's got it I've all had, right." But like, I've had for I've been doing this. I'll, I'll age myself, I guess. I started when I was 13 years old doing this in yeah. summers. I'll be 30 this year. Oh my God, you're old. I'm fucking old. Grandpa. Yes. So I've been doing this and my whole life growing up working. Pete's known me since I was I don't know, younger than yeah. that. Pete's known me. How old are you when you got back pain, Chris? 14. Yeah. <laughs> so I, what do you mean? You weren't born with it like me? No. Oh, no. But I just came so with it. So Pete can contest. I've grown up, but I've been working my ass off every day. Yeah, and I've, had the, I've, I've had the, I've had the, five, six even, years now. No, it's been eight. Holy shit. Young yeah, boy. No, it, it's wow. <laughs> but I was I've in had, high school. I've had the people. I've had people go. Oh, must be nice. Oh, daddy's money. Daddy's money. Yeah. Listen, oh, yeah. listen here, motherfucker. Daddy's money. Daddy's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My daddy. Dad's, my dad's done very well for himself. Yeah. But you can't sit there and say he's handed out anything to you me. You can say daddy's money, but daddy didn't keep the business going. 
Daddy didn't. You you got your way in, and he, and you learned you were taught him. how to do it. Yeah, and he might be doing a little bit of hands off and doing different things in life now, but he's still very much involved. And ultimately, day to day, you're the guy. And if things start declining, it's you. If things keep growing, it's you. You're the guy now. I said, be, like yeah. I said, my dad's still very active in the company. He might we walk around heads. and look at you and be like, "Are you sure?" And it makes you second guess yourself. Oh no, we butt heads. We angry. butt heads. Or you get angry. Yeah. Oh, we butt heads every day about stuff. But again, back to where I was trying to get at was people go, oh, it must be nice. And it goes, okay, listen here, motherfucker. I work, I get to work at 530 in the morning. I get back to the shop at, I don't know, we're talking, we're talking dead of the season summer. Yep. 630, 7, I'm back at the shop. Then I'm fixing stuff, prepping for the next day. Setting up a route. Getting sure everything ready. Getting up. everything yep. ready for the next day. And, and then, then your wife texts and says, are you coming to dinner or what am I doing? And you're like, oh yeah, it is 10 o'clock at night. But, but, but nobody, sees, but nobody yeah. sees the back end of a company. Like yeah. my wife, Jordan, well, not wife, she's fiance. She's going to be listening. She's an office. Yeah, she's she in our office. And ever since she started working with the company and doing all the office stuff, she's seen the the back end of the what it takes what to happens, go to the company. Yeah. And it probably gave her a hell of an understanding. And it does. And she now she... She's as stressed out as just as I am, trying to get things ready. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. nobody. You know how many times I've had people? Oh, you play. You're playing on your phone at work. Nah. <laughs> what? I'd love to play on my phone. Yeah, sure. Phone. I'm on Instagram scrolling. No, I'm checking emails, emailing people back, ordering stuff, seeing if they have supplies, dealing with people. Like you know, I can't relate to the much. Like I was saying, I can't really relate to the must be nice part because I, I'm not there in my life yet. But what I can relate to is when people go, "Hey, you're never. How come whenever I say, "Hey, you want to go for a drink tonight? Hey, you want to come to a concert? You want to go, go camping, camping? You want to do anything? Go and you know, whatever." And it's like, I can't. And people are like, oh, you never come out. Well, no, it's not that I don't come out. And I just at five o'clock, I, I drive home and then sit at home and play video games all night. I don't even play video games. I don't even know how to play video games because. Most of the time, I'm either getting up at five in the morning, going to work for a minimum of a 12 hour day. And in my industry, I can't, because I'm in the field, I can't just stop. Like I get halfway through a job and it's five o'clock, 5.05, to drop the tools in the dirt, put the truck and drive and drive away. No, no it doesn't <laughs> work. Do no, that. Yeah, no, because somebody's staring at me going, hey, it'll be done by the morning, right? And it's like, well, yeah, like I got probably six more hours to change this, you know, yep. pump or engine or diff or whatever I'm doing. Okay, so, and they give you the look like, okay, well, you know, when I'm relying the security guard comes around and tell them you're here and you have all your lights on tonight, but like, it, like it'll be done by 4 a.m. Like, when a fuel truck rolls around at 4 a.m., like, you're not going to be here, right? And you give them the right. And in my head, I'm like, please, <laughs> don't break a bolt, don't break a tool, don't yeah. do this, don't do that. I hope everything goes back. I hope I have all the parts. I hope, you know, yep. the dealership, wherever I got the parts or the parts store, yep. didn't screw me because my reputation is saying it'll be ready to turn the key and start up and go in the morning because people rely on that stuff. So I can't really relate to the money side of, hey, like, must be nice, but I can relate to the, I'm never around. Yep. And, and ultimately, because of the way my job is, when people go, hey, you know, I'm, for instance, an example, I'm getting married. You'll be there, right? And I would do the, oh, of course I'd be like, you know, <laughs> and, you know and then yeah. all of a sudden it's that, you know, it's on a Saturday, Friday night. I'm going, oh my God, you better make it to your own wedding. Yeah. Uh, put yeah. It there. You better make it to your own yeah, wedding. That's coming up this summer. That might be a touch stuff. But you know, like, but seriously though, and people go, you're never around. Yeah, because some nights, don't get me wrong, some days at three in the afternoon, I got nothing to do and it's a paperwork afternoon and I make sure everything's on the up and up and everything's good. But then there's days, yeah, three in the morning 
I'm shutting the work lights off and I'm putting the tools away, you know, cleaning everything off to put it in the truck to go. I have an hour and a half drive home still. And I had a guy promise that I'd be at his place by 9 a.m. because he's two hours away. So I'm going to drive home and then do, do I wake the wife up when I get into bed or, or do you just sleep on the couch? Or it's like, do I just go to the guy's place and just make it a 24 hour day and then sleep from eight to noon and then go, the phone's ringing again. Huh. Sweet. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So I can relate to the, the time thing and the stress thing because, you know, the buck stops here, right? Well, and I, I'm sure Chris can relate on a personal level to growing up, going to high school with a nice vehicle oh, or, dude, don't even, or oh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't said, a bald out truck that you just drove around in and then went partying. And after it was like, hey, the bell rings at 2.45. Get by three thirty, You better be on site. By yeah. the time, by, I got my license summer grade 10 and my license summer grade 10 I was already working grade 11 and grade 12 I made my schedule work that I was done by noon every day because I'd leave I'd and go you had an eight hour day to go yeah. I went to work yeah. I went to school in the morning went to work swapped trucks with my dad worked with the guys until six seven o'clock dropped the truck off find my dad wherever he is with my pickup still go home eat go to school and keep doing it again I did that for two years and then I still got the, oh, it must be nice, daddy's money. And you know, like, I I know that some people are going to hear this and go, ah, you're full of shit. Oh, probably. I promise you, come to work with me. Come. I, I will take you to work for a full day. I'll pay you 30 bucks an hour to do what I do. You iron? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you iron? <laughs> but, but I'm coming in at like at least 50 because, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, oh yeah. And if you someone make can money, make it so through. I need a piece of that, right? No, yeah. I'm rich, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if someone can make it through a 12 hour or 16 or 18 hour day with me doing what I do every day, have it. Take it. I don't give a fuck. Nobody's going to do because it. Because no one no, can no, make no, no, it no. through. Don't have it and take it. Please work for me. Yeah. Please. I'll yeah. pay you even I will, more. Yeah, I will yeah. hire if you. you. Can exactly. Through, yeah. 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 Or that. Well, and then they go, well, yeah, you know, it's, ah, it's, fuck, it's, it's five o'clock. We, I got to go to the gym. Yeah. Why, why aren't you coming to the gym on time? You're, you're skipping out or, oh, uh, you know, and, and not to rag on my friends, man. I, I love all my friends, but they don't get it. It's oh, like, man. yeah, man, why, why are you going to the gym at 11 p.m. and then you're up at 5.30? Because I don't have a choice and I choose to go to the gym as a personal thing, so I make it work. But believe me, when I get home at 12.31 in the morning and I go, wow, I got four hours to sleep and I got to do it all again, and then everyone goes, why aren't you coming out camping for the weekend? No, no, you, f you forgot the part where you, you get into bed, you're, you showered, you're clean, you're good, you roll into bed alone, right? And then... You, yes, yeah, nobody, yeah, thanks, Pete. You know, right... And uh, you put the covers over and, and you put your head and you're ready for the, you do the, ah. And then all of a sudden your eyes open and you're staring at the ceiling going. Fuck, I forgot to call somebody. Or, or, oh, did I shut that off? Did I unplug that? Yeah. Did I lock the gate? Did, did I, I lock the door? Did yeah. I text that guy back at yep. three this afternoon when I said, hey, I'm running a plate tamper. I can't talk to you right now. And or, no one was like, hello? Can, I can't hear you. Can, I'll call you right back. Did I call him back? And then you whip your phone out and you're going through your phone and then you go, what was that picture of? Oh, I broke that today and I didn't go get a new, I didn't call and order a new I didn't one to pick get up tomorrow. Up. Yep. This really screws my morning. Shit. Now it's four, not five. Yeah. So you got three hours to sleep. <laughs> no, no. Then you look out the window and you go, why is it so bright? That's the sun coming up. And then you look at your clock. I didn't even sleep. It's, <laughs> it's not funny, but it's fucking true. 
Oh, you're you're going to describe the next in about two weeks when we start we're our all gonna season. Hit, yep, we're going to hit that, and uh, you know if we uh, get anything out of this fucking podcast, it's going to be a laugh for ourselves. But it was more of a more of an outlet to rant and talk uh, about shit. I mean, than, honestly, if anything, your wives are going to think it's funny. Oh, and, they already uh, think we're idiots. So yeah, yeah, mine's a little upset about this, but yeah, it's okay. What are you guys going to talk about? Nobody. We should have like her on. Guys, as a, nobody talks Alexis, like we're going to have you on. Thanks for the support, Lex. Yeah, yeah. we're going to have her on as a guest. I think I I think there should be a wives edition. It would be hilarious. Okay, <laughs> well, I'm down. Yeah, I'm, you guys can bring them on, and I'll just sit and watch. You're going to laugh no, the whole time. You just bring one. Bring bring one. Like, yeah, we'll meet somebody's, her. You bring her. It'll like, be somebody's hilarious. wife or like his own woman. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Does it matter? Yeah, Pete. I, I don't have a wife to bring. That's okay. Do you bring somebody else's? Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. Don't you kids yeah, go on Tinder? Or something? Isn't it called Tinder or something nowadays? You kids, plenty Peter. of fish. You're, you're four years older than me. No, we were talking about this earlier. He's got what? Would you call it? Today? I'm old as fuck. Would you call that uh, Facebook dating? Facebook dating. Yeah, apparently yeah, I've never really heard that. I, I saw that. that I saw that once, and I was just like, "Oh, yeah, that's that's interesting. That's new." And to be twenty three again. Mm. Actually, with the table we're sitting in right now, I lived here when I was twenty three. This yeah. was my kitchen table. Yeah, yeah, the old yeah. That that says something, Chris. To move out, literally move to the shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, moved yeah. Out, yeah. I moved out to the shop when I was eighteen, yeah. and then yeah. yeah. Oh fuck! But I think that's uh, I think it's enough ranting. I think that's going to be today. the first it's episode. Already, uh, uh, if, if anyone makes it through this shit. We're going to get better at it. We'll and, uh, it. And and honestly, any- because we have no idea, no gauge of how many people are going to listen or anything like that, please, honestly, like it. I won't say like and subscribe, but honestly, like it <laughs> so we have a clue that somebody actually listened to the whole thing. And you know what? And if, went, that's not that bad. Or you, they were like, oh my God, dislike, and we'll get the hint, and we won't make any more. We get it. Yeah, we'll fuck shoot off, us, all right? Shoot, <laughs> shoot us a message. Yeah. And uh, yeah. We'd love, to, we'd love to hear some uh, some kind of like suggestions or something. If you want us to rant or, or you got a question or a topic about anybody specifically yeah. or want something answered or like, yeah, what do you think about this equipment? What do you think about that? I mean, we're not experts, but I think I know it. Pretty damn good amount. I think of we equipment. have a pretty vast understanding of a lot of equipment too. I don't Maybe know mining and forestry might be a little bit outside our realm. But if you're an expert, hey, we'd even love to have you on the show. So, well, yeah. and you know, I mean, we'd love to have a suggestion on a topic or or. I already uh, have. I already have. We have what four four guests. Yeah, we've got some guests, and you know, some of these are our personal friends. Some are guys that we work with or own companies, and are going to have a whole lot of good things to say. Um, some of them are moving. Away. Countries just just to do other things, right? Get away from the rates and the the issues that we deal with here. And there's a bunch of different reasonings they're moving too. Some are yep. are, are going to start the same business they have here elsewhere for different reasons, and some, some are going to do a totally different business. Different things, yep. and yeah, yeah, well, it should be good. It'd be definitely uh, an interesting podcast. You know, I said I'm not going to say it, but like and subscribe. Yeah, we got an Instagram page going. Controversial contractors. Yeah, yeah. just uh, give us a follow. Shoot us a message. Tell us to fuck off. And if you off, thought we weren't like. controversial enough, let us know. We can, <laughs> we can by yell no at each means, other. this is turned way down because we, we want some people to listen to this. Yeah, so. we, we can we can be controversial or we can not. If, you know, if there's anything we talked about that you don't want to hear about anymore, and just let us know and we'll try to talk about it a little bit more to piss you off. 